good time this time of the year to talk about herbs. First of all, we go into our cooking holidays, and if you're not using a number of your herbs, if you're growing them or buying them for your turkeys and your ham, you're missing out on some very interesting flavors. So, whether you're buying your herbs or you're growing them, let's talk about how to preserve them so you get a good long life out of them. They can serve you for a few meals if you handle it properly, and you'll learn a little bit about herbs. You can make your herbs last year-round despite the inclement weathers that we're going to start getting any time now, or save your herb plants if it's producing too quickly for you to keep up with the fresh harvest. How? Of course, by preserving them. As I mentioned, adding fresh herbs makes your recipes even better, extra special. It adds flavor and color to all types of meals. Consuming herbs also gives you health benefits. It helps to prevent and manage a number of different things. Among them, there are studies about heart disease, cancer, diabetes, and that's according to the ever-ongoing research. Any type of herb can be saved, from woody ones like rosemary and thyme to leafy varieties like basil and parsley. So here are the tricks to preserve your homegrown herbs so you never need to buy herbs from the market. Again, if you're growing them or if you're buying them from the market, how to preserve them to get a maximum amount of use out of them. First, let's start with a simple set of tools you might need to collect and take care of your herbs. Of course, if you're growing, you're going to need pruners or just garden scissors for most herbs. But whether you're buying them or growing your own, you still need airtight containers, I use a lot of ice cube trays, we'll go into that. Mm, bottles, and I prefer glass for this basically all the time. String and rubber bands are good to have around, and in many cases, a food processor and or a blender certainly comes in helpful. And along with the tools, you'll need just a few materials. So paper bags will be helpful. Container labels, believe me, you got a label. I'm bad at not doing it for years and it costs. I never knew what I had half the time. And even though I'm not big into using paper towels all the time, good time to have some, buy some, you know, seventh generation or some of these totally degradable and recycled paper towels. They'll come in useful. Just as a reminder, okay, before you start preserving herbs, there are a few things you kind of, kind of, kind of need to think about. The number one for me, and it took me a while to get into this, is cleanliness. Remember that foodborne illnesses can lead to serious long-term repercussions that people don't even realize happen. One, for instance, there's certain forms of arthritis. For years, I was taught that herbs shouldn't be washed to avoid moisture, but washing is actually sometimes vital to the preservation. Bacteria and dirt that will promote rapid decay and bacterial growth uh, if it's left on, so it needs to be removed in the best, easiest ways by washing. And another little hint I was taught by a now friend of mine that's passed away, a lady that was older than me, is uh, you can make sure you can get rid of all of your bacteria or almost all of it by dipping your herbs in a sanitizing vinegar solution, for instance, which is what I make. Oh, it's very simple. Listen, mix one part of vinegar, and in this case, most of the time, white distilled is the best, to three parts of water. Soak your herbs, oh, five, six minutes, five to 10 minutes, remove the herbs, rinse them well, and make sure you make them perfectly dry. Personally, on my way to dryness, 
I begin with most herbs at least with a good salad dryer. One of those spinning types, I think mine, the best I found that really works well is from a company called OXO, and I don't sell things here, so it doesn't matter. But there's a number of them that spin, and that gets you started on almost all your herbs. It just kind of speeds things up a little bit. Then I'm going to give you a couple options depending on whether they're woody-type herbs or more of the veggie-type, softer, uh, leafed herbs. So the first of the couple of options of dehydrating your herbs, we're just going to call air drying. It's just what it sounds like. You get uh, small bundles, eight or ten branches of each together, and tie them with a string or a rubber band. Make sure to leave about two inches so that you can kind of help the herb to dry easier and faster. And since I happen to live in Texas most of the time anyway, to prevent any dust or other contaminants from gathering between the leaves as they're hanging, you you should hang them upside down, and I forget who taught, and I forget who taught me, but we take a big paper bag, the real light paper bags, punch some holes in them for ventilation and put them around the herbs, hang them upside down, place that bag in a warm, dry area, more ventilation the better within reason, your herbs eh, will be dry and ready to store in a week or two, you'll know, you'll find them when they're really, really dry enough to be stored so there's not moisture. Incidentally, this particular drying method, number one, works best on low moisture herbs, uh, Oregano, thyme, basil, sage, some rosemary, unless you get the older stems, marjoram, chives, mint. Things that are kind of kind of juicy, kind of uh, herby when you think of what an herb is. And your second option here will work a little bit on all the herbs, but especially more on the more woody type herbs. And that's your oven. Now you can use either one, but if you want to speed up the process and do a good job and you have an oven, you can use it to work. Place the leaves of the herb on a baking sheet, a little light shallow one's all you need. Then you put those herbs in the oven low now. Most, I've seen people almost scorch them and that gives them, uh, you'd think it would make it kind of smoky. No, it doesn't taste good. I do mine at about 150, 160 at the most. They recommend never over 180. And in two to four hours, depending on how herbaceous your herbs are, (laughs) they're going to be dry enough that they easily crumble. And when they can crumble in your fingers, you know it's time to take them out, let them cool off, and then you you can go ahead and store them, which we'll talk about in a minute. So after they've dried and cooled off to it, to room temperature, get a clean, tight container Oh, I I happen to personally like ball and mason jars. There are plastic containers now, and there's even storage bags for your freezer, all of which, this is me being my organic self, so make sure they're BPA-free. You don't have to have any of this plastic now that's not good for you. There's a number of sources. That's why I personally have gotten used to jars. First, they're reusable forever. Secondly, they do an even better job than plastic as far as I'm concerned. Remember to put a label and date the dried herbs. So most of them are are definitely best used within a year or less. For best flavor, keep the leaves whole. Only crush it when you're ready to use them. In other words, take those dry, crumbly leaves, put them in there and leave them. The more you leave them whole, the more more oils and essence of herbs you will get from those particular plants. Another method I like is kind of surprising, but when you do it, you'll be amazed. For plants like basils and mints and coriander, or cilantro for some of you, parsley's, freezing them. But you don't just freeze them the way you think. You wash 
the herb, dry it for an hour or two. Then it'll be super dry. You'll see why. Chop the herbs, put them in ice cube trays, fill the ice cube tray with, I use melted butter sometimes, olive oil sometimes, coconut oil, depends on what I'm trying to mix, and freeze them. You can use the herb cubes directly in most sauces and soups. You don't even have to thaw them. They're ready to go. This technique offers flavors better than any other method I've used. And it cuts down on wilting and discoloration, and they're ready when you need them. Don't even have to wait to go to the store. Another suggestion here, and this is, works really good on some particular herbs, rosemary, tarragon, marjoram, thyme, lavender, oregano, the, the kind of woodier type, and that is to use salt as a preservative. It is really kind of a creative way to flavor your food. You'll save scents. You'll use less of it in the long run. There are two ways you can do this, okay? This step-by-step is pretty simple. The first one is just prepared coarse ground salt, kosher I use, and whatever dried herbs, they've already been dried now, in a jar or any kind of a resealable container. I prefer jars. And you just alternate salt and the herb and salt and the whole leaves, preferably. Press them firmly between the layers until the jar is full. That's it. You take out whatever portion you need. You don't have to add more salt or anything. The other way is to prepare about a half cup of kosher salt, which I like, and two cups of herbs, and you can mix those. If you like a mixture of herbs, you can mix them at this time, okay? And in, in my case, sometimes I add garlic just to give them a little bit more flavor. Then you combine the salt, the herb, uh-oh, and if you're using garlic or whatever, in a really good food processor or blender. And you mix this now until it resembles salt. Otherwise, it's going to crumble. It's going to look like salt. And then you spread it down on a sheet. Either let it dry a day or two, air dry, or again, a low, low temp oven. Once it's finished, you store it in my airtight containers I talk about and put it in a cool, dark place. Occasionally, I'll even add a little shake of sugar with it. It's kind of an interesting spice mix. You can mix your own. And one more is to use vinegar. I've done this even for hot peppers. Well, they're kind of herbs, but I mean, you don't think that way. But it works great for rosemary and tarragon or, or basil sprigs. And you just use the, the vinegar as a preservative. So you begin by preparing your sprigs. I put them, I love the little hot bottles like Tabasco bottles or that size for this, for this idea, but anything will do. Wash your sprigs of fresh herbs and put them in your, in this case, almost always glass, please most of the time, all the time for me. Fill the bottle with vinegar and make your choice. I love apple cider. It gives a little different color, but I like it. It's golden, but you can also use white vinegar or for that matter, rice vinegar. Uh, I optionally, especially for me, since I like spice, I add some chili flakes and a little bit of either dried, but I prefer fresh garlic and no other preps really needed. You just tightly seal these lids and then set this thing aside somewhere cool and dark. You can even do it in the refrigerator, but I don't think you need to do that with the vinegar. It's already pretty preserved. I put it in the fridge after I think it's sat long enough. If you want to be fancy, you put on a little handwritten card and some serving suggestions. It'll sit around for a few months with no damage, and if it goes in the refrigerator, it's basically good for six months or so. So if you're an herb person, Glad I took time to do this. Hope you enjoyed it. You can always get in touch with me at natureapproved at yahoo.com. And besides my podcast everywhere and my live radio shows, you can get this anytime you want. 
at organicmatters.info. All lowercase one, triple W helps a little bit, dot, organicmatters.info. And thanks for staying in tune to Organic Matters.